Hey, this is Pastor Brian, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, Ken Island. We want to thank you for tuning in to our podcast, and we would love to connect with you more. You can do so by following us on Instagram at CenterpointKI or on our church website, www.CenterpointChurchKI.com. At Centerpoint, we are a community of believers passionately pursuing Christ. Our prayer here is that this message will inspire you and ignite a passion within you to cause you to have a deeper walk and more intimate relationship with God. Again, thank you for tuning in and please enjoy the message. Look around to your left, look around to your right, and you'll notice that the pastor is not here. So you know what happens when the pastor's not here. That's right, pastor's away, Pastor Sean will play. Y'all ready to have a little fun in the Word? Y'all ready to have a little fun in the Word? Come on, Tonto, let's ride. Pastor has given me the opportunity one more again to start the series. I always like it when he allows me to start it and he allows me to finish it because I'm not in competition with him. <laughs> but we are working with, and if you look at the things that we have discussed to date over the last year in particular, um, there's a systematic thing we're doing in scripture and in sermons and teaching. And today we want you to recognize that God has a voice, that God does speak to us, and there are ways that God speaks to us. Now, I'm going to just introduce some different ways that God speaks. Some of those ways you'll know, some of them you won't. But I do want to introduce a couple things. I want to challenge you a little bit, shake it up a little bit. But I want you to walk out of here with an understanding that God speaks to you. He is reaching to speak to you. He wants you to know his voice. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and I know them. You are the sheep of God. So he wants you to hear his voice because that's how he gives you direction and that's how he answers prayer. So, without further ado, I'm going to ask Chris to start us off with the main conceptual scripture put it upon them, okay? Second Timothy 3. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times for people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. 
They are the kind who work their way into people's homes and win the confidence of vulnerable women who are burdened with the guilt of sin and controlled by various desires. Such women are forever following new teachings, but they are never able to understand the truth. These teachers oppose the truth, just as Janice and Jambres opposed Moses. They have depraved minds and a counterfeit faith, but they won't get away with this for long. Someday everyone will recognize what fools they are, just as with Janice and Jambres. Paul's charge to Chim Timothy, But you, Timothy, certainly know what I teach and how I live and what my purpose in life is. You know my faith, my patience, my love, and my endurance. You know how much persecution and suffering I have endured. You know all about how I was persecuted in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, but the Lord rescued me from all of it. Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution, but evil people and impostors will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. But you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true, for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearance and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reproof, rebuke, exhort, and with great patience and instructions. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. But you, be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of the evangelists, fulfill your ministry, for I am ready being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure will come. conversation between Timothy and Paul. We know Timothy was called as a young child. We know his mother Eunice, his aunt, his family. We know that Paul was in and out of his life. And we know that in chapter 3 that Chris just read that Timothy was being reminded of Paul, of you seen, you have seen me. You have witnessed all your life the things that God has taken You've watched how I have maintained my relationship with God and how I've been faithful to God, even at the moments that I've been persecuted and the things that I've gone through, the difficulties. You've watched me prevail in my relationship with God. And in chapter 4, he challenges Timmy to hold on to those things in which he's seen, to hold on to those things in which he has learned, to hold on to the witnesses of God's faithfulness to hold on to what he knows to be true in his heart. He warns him that there will be people that will come into your life and will give you unsound doctrine and try to convince you with fancy words and things that you want to hear and encouragements 
and falseness of who you who they want you to be. But do not dismay what you know in your heart and what you've been taught. Because God is speaking to you. Preach the word, young Timothy, and be true to your ministry. You are all ministers of the gospel. You all have a ministry and a responsibility to God. For you have been bought with a price. The life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You belong to God. Stay strong to your ministry. Preach the word, young Timothy. God speaks to us in so many different ways. God has spoken to you. Have you ever had that feeling? Next slide. Have you ever had that feeling? that you're in the middle of doing something? Have you ever had that feeling where you are praying for God to answer a question and somebody says something and you're like, wow, why did they say it like that? Or I was just praying for God to give me an answer to a thing And something, someone, something you read, somewhere you go, gives you the answer to the thing that only you and God have been talking about. There's a television commercial on. Those that know me know I love commercials. I can't wait for the Super Bowl because all I want to see is the commercial. There's a commercial on about a university. And the guy says, I've been dreaming about the number 11. The wife gets up and she says something about 11. He goes out, orders a coffee, and it's $11. He's standing at the bus, and the person's standing there with a sign that says, there are 11 reasons why you... And then he turns around, and there's a sign that says, you too can finish your master's degree at Stray University for less than $11,000. You ever been in that situation where you felt that God was talking to you or something was giving you or pushing you in a certain direction? God uses people to speak to us. You know, when I first got into church, there were people that always would say things come in three. Death comes in three. You know, God is speaking to you. People would come up and say, Chris, God told me to tell you. And then someone would say, well, you need three, two more people to confirm that. And I would always say, I have a relationship with God. If God wants to say something to me, you know where I am. I don't need you to tell me what God told you to tell me. Years ago, uh, 
my ex-wife, the kid's mother, we were at a church and I was new in ministry. I was being called to the ministry. I was doing my studying, doing my trial sermon and working in the pulpit, getting all that stuff together. I was preparing for a sermon. I was wrestling with the text, wrestling with the text. And so finally I went to bed and I just was exhausted. At about three o'clock in the morning, God woke me up. Anybody ever heard God wake you up early in the morning? God woke me up about three o'clock in the morning. You know how somebody's trying to wake you up. You know, you're sleepy, right? You're sleeping good, right? God wakes me up at three o'clock in the morning. I'm laying there in pitch blackness. Wife lamp beside me sleep. God is like, get up. I want to show you a text. And I'm like, huh? He's like, get up. Show you a text. Turned over. I said, get up. I want to show you a text. Turned over. I said, get up. I want to show you a text. Turned on my back. My wife said, I wish you'd get the heck up so God would let me go back to sleep. God speaks to us. Sometimes God will put you in a place. Sometimes God will introduce you to a thing. There's different ways that he speaks to us. So God does speak to us through people. He speaks to you through people like myself, ministers that are in a text, and I have no idea what you're going through, but at the end of the sermon, people will come up and say, you know, just talk to God about this. You really were speaking to me about a thing that I'm dealing with. Now, I have no idea. That's the Holy Spirit. But God is speaking to you. God will speak to you through, through um, Jeremy. God will speak to you through a parent, through a friend through a co-worker, somebody that you trust, that you're dealing with, something that you're wrestling with, that you may sit back and say, you know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling with this thing and, and, and trying to figure this thing out. And, you know, you just kind of, you know how we do. We get on the phone, we talk to each other, we share things and we're working our lives and, and this, that, and the third. And, 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 and that person, and you'll be in the midst of prayer and fast and supplication. And y'all know what supplication is. Prayer and supplication, and you're sitting there and, and all of a sudden, in the conversation, I will say the exact same thing that you read this morning. Well, I had no idea that you read that. But that's God confirming. I gave you this, and now I'm going to use a person to speak on this thing that they have no idea what they're talking about, but God put it in their spirit to mention it to you because it's what God gave you that morning to focus on. Anybody ever experienced that? That's God speaking. The other way God speaks to you is you read a text and it resonates in your spirit so strongly that you just can't shake it. Because we're good at that. Uh, uh. You read that thing. And all of a sudden, in the midst of you reading, in the midst of your Bible study, tears just start running down your Not one or two, 
I mean, full blown out tears. You ain't crying like, you just tears, the emotion. That the text is so strong and the word of God is so pure. Your emotion becomes tearful. Those are tears of joy. That's the Holy Spirit speaking. You cannot stand in the presence of God without reaction. You cannot stand in the presence of God without some type of emotional reaction to what is going on because he is pure. That's God speaking to you. And he's not just speaking to you, he's speaking to spirit. We have to learn to hear the voice of God in our own way. How God speaks to Kevin is not how he's going to speak to Chris or Teresa or Jeremy. He's not going to speak to Brad or Rich that way. He's going to speak to you in his own way and the way you need to hear it. Pastor and I were on the phone talking about this, you know, chumming it up, kind of getting through, you know, the objective and how we wanted to address it and the important parts of it, this, that, and the other. And I made a joke and he was like, well, they need to understand that God speaks to them. And I said, yeah, we got to make it really palatable too, because most people, if God just came down and said, hey, Chris, Chris would put a hole in that wall trying to get out of here. So God speaks to you in the way that you can handle. Right? We, we, we talked about that earlier, how God manifests himself in different ways because we can't really handle the presence of God. Right? I mean, look at Moses. He was just like, you know, okay, this bush is talking. God says, take your shoes off or you stand on holy ground. The next thing you know, he was flat-faced and on the sand. You can't be in God's presence and not have a reaction. Next slide. God talks to us also through not just audible, but he also talks to us through things that we have experienced. He also talks to us through things that he has created. I was laying in bed last night. I'll keep it clean. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was laying in bed last night. And I looked out of the window, and the stars were. And you know how it's like, it's not cold, but it's chilly brisk. Like that, right, chilly brisk? It's chilly brisk. And it just seems like when it's like that, the, the, the sky is just like the right color, dark blue. And the stars were just the right color, stark whatever that color is. And I just looked and it was like, wow. It was almost like I'd seen them for the first time. I just was laying in bed, looking out the window with the stars. I got up and walked over to the window so I could get a better view of the massiveness. And I said, Reminding me that you are God. You stand there and you look at all, and it just goes on, and it's just massive. All I can say was, 
had to recognize his presence. And that was him speaking. And you know what he said? I got you. Sometimes we need to hear that. I got you. I got you. Here's the difficulties. Those that have been in Bible study now since August, I have been in a black vortex. God has placed me in dark, dark place. And anyone who has ever suffered or suffered with suicidal thoughts, anyone who's ever dealt in satanic worship, anyone who's been in dark spiritual conflict, you can appreciate the words that I'm about to tell. Since August, God has placed in this dark space as an observer to see dark he's there with me he's got it he's but I've lived in darkness every day the sun's out I'm around people. I'm not in any pain. But although I see the sun, I'm surrounded in darkness. Real darkness. Yeah. So. And as the text said, God has allowed me to see the worst. He's allowed me to see the evil of people. Love. I don't want to be here. And I'll talk to pastors. Talk about this. He's aware of There are people in this congregation to deal with that every day. I know because God will see it. Yeah? God has allowed me to see some of the things that he sees. Thank God. That he has allowed me the opportunity that it's about because it gives me such an appreciation for what did not happen, what has not happened, or what could have happened. 
I've said to you for months now that when God takes you through things, it's for a purpose. You may not like the purpose. You may not like the idea. You may not want to be there. God has taken you through this thing so that you may be available to help somebody else get through the thing and which God is about to bring you to that they're coming into or going through. And if you haven't experienced it, Jeremy, you can't witness to a person what death of a parent feels like until your father dies. And you can't witness to someone else that may use that as a reason to go back to a thing that they're trying to get out of until you went through it. That glorifies God because now you can be a witness to the strength of who God is. That's how God speaks to you. That's how God shows you that I'm here, even though you don't know I'm here. I'm in your life. I am moving you through time and space that you may be equipped to glorify me because of not what you read, but because of what you read and what I brought. The last few months have been hard. When I talked to Rich about some things he was dealing with a couple months back, I could speak to him because I was there. He didn't know how he, but I was there. I was in a situation a few months ago that I spoke to pastor and he was able to help me. But I wasn't at the ledge. I was foot over. Sean and I spoke this morning of what it's like to be foot over in a situation. And what we what do we do? We go to fix it because we have given up on God. We've we we I gotta fix this. I gotta go do this. I gotta do that. I don't know what to do. God's not moving fast enough only to find yourself running back into another wall and you're frustrated and you say, God, what is going on? God, how do you help? What, what, what? And at that moment when you are ready to give up for the 14th time, you ever done that? No hope. There's no way. This is it. You don't get it. He showed out. You have so much in front of you. You don't even know what to say or do. That's God speaking to you. 
That's God speaking. When you watch these trees in the next couple of months go from what looks like it's dead, that's God speaking. When you can't figure it out, Timothy, when you can't figure it out, remember what God has already Remember what he's already showed you. Stand on the foundation of the faith in which he's already given. Because when you find yourself in that black place, in that dark moment, that's what you got to say. Oh, you sleep. That's what you Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We want to thank you for joining us at Centerpoint Church, Kid Island. Here at CPKI, we are a community of believers passionately pursuing Christ. And today we hope that you're one step closer. Again, if you want to follow us, you can reach out to us at www.centerpointchurchki.com or on our Instagram page at CenterpointKI. We hope to hear from you soon and may God's blessings be upon you.